0: Hello, friends, and welcome to the Lifestyle Engineering Podcast. This is your host, Dr. B, your Lifestyle Engineer. In this podcast, we help you escape the rat race and find purpose-led, meaningful work. We help you design systems that make it easy for you to succeed. We give you tools and strategies to build your productivity to free your time and attention for the things that matter most. Live by design, not by default. Let's get it. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the podcast. Glad to have you here. Today, I want to talk about the power of purpose. It is so foundational to making change. And I know you're listening because you want to make change and because you have ideas that you want to implement in your life. I come from the lean manufacturing, lean systems world, and there are so many tools and ideas that relate from that world to your personal life. It's amazing to me. I'm so surprised that we haven't really taken these concepts and widely apply them to just the ordinary person and ordinary life. When manufacturers in the United States were really introduced to these concepts from Japan, at that time, a lot of the things made in Japan were seen as inferior, and Japan had made huge strides in things like quality. So a lot of American manufacturers took trips to Japan to try to learn about their systems and how they worked and how they were able to make such good quality. And the mistake some of these manufacturers made when they went over there is that they went over there, they saw some of the tools and techniques that they were using, and they tried to implement them back home in their factories without considering the entire big picture. So they would see these people use a lot of cleaning, they keep everything in place, they let people stop the line, let's just go do that. And they would implement these pieces of the puzzle and not realize that they were foundational things, cultural things that had to be in place first before the tools could be applied. It's the same thing with us. You know there's people who go to every seminar, read every book, watch every video, do every workshop, but they still don't seem to manage to make real and lasting change. Part of the problem is that We might be looking for the tools, the hacks, the strategies, but fail to realize there's a bigger part to implementation than just those tools. For example, if you're building a house versus demoing a house, the way you'd use a hammer is completely different. So you need to know what you're building, what's your purpose before you know how you need to use the tool, which is the hammer. So when those American manufacturers started to implement the Japanese systems, What they needed to understand was the big picture of the system and it started with purpose. They found out what is of value to the customer. Their purpose was solving the customer's problems. So they identified everything that is of value in the customer and then looked at their processes from start to finish and identified every part in the process that did not add value to the customer's perspective. Everything that did not add value is considered waste. And waste is then systematically removed from the process. In lean manufacturing, it starts with purpose. So the same thing has to be applied in your personal life. It has to start with purpose. When you're trying to make change, the best place to start is why. The meaning of life is to discover your gift. And the purpose of life is to give it away. You need to understand your purpose. Why are you here? What are you here for what will be your legacy what drives your decision making here are the ways that purpose is so immensely powerful purpose is a huge driver for changing behavior when you have a very powerful why then the how becomes a lot easier purpose drives your initiatives for change if you can understand what is the reason, the ultimate reason why I'm doing this, why I'm making this change in my life, then you are able to better find ways to make it happen. For example, somebody was relating their experience with smoking. They had smoked a lot and they really wanted to stop. And nothing had seemed to work until they had visited a hospital and they had seen a patient who had had lung cancer, and at this point he was being prepped for surgery so his chest was exposed and there were little x's and stuff drawn on him where they were going to do the treatment and you know this guy looked so deathly ill and having that vision that image in his head decreased his desire to smoke so whenever it became difficult and he was tempted to make the decision to go back to smoking, he brought that image back into his mind. He had a much more powerful why, because he could see very clearly what may happen to him if he had continued along this road. There was an interesting study that was done where people who are trying to make long-term decisions were shown a picture of themselves, how they would look when they were older. And after they had been shown those pictures and they had those pictures available to them, they actually made better long-term decisions, decisions for their future, because then they could see a very powerful image of, who am I making that decision for? They could see it. They could be reminded of it because human beings by nature are very bad. We're terrible at making long-term decisions. If you see we got fat as soon as we eat the ice cream, we would not have to have so much trouble losing weight. But because the implications of these things are much further into the future, it's harder for us to make that decision. Let's say you're trying to make a decision to save more for maybe for retirement. If you see a picture of yourself at that age and things you might be doing when you have that amount of money, then making those decisions actually becomes a little bit easier. Another simple example would be, how much work can you get done right before a vacation? Listen, I used to work miracles the last few days before I went on vacation. Oh, you need this report right now? Like in two hours? Yeah, 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 I can get that done. Why? Because I knew I was going on vacation. I had this thing to look forward to. So that was a powerful driver. And I was extra productive right before vacation. Secondly, purpose is very good and very important for our health. There's been research that I was reading, and they found that People who had weak to no purpose at all were more likely to get Alzheimer's by a factor of 2.4. So they were 2.4 times more likely to get Alzheimer's than people who had a strong sense of purpose. Just, Just in general, people who had a strong sense of purpose had less heart attacks, less strokes, and generally lived a lot longer. I'm sure a lot of us have personal experience where we know people who, as they got older, they retired and their sense of purpose was deeply connected to their work or their children and grandchildren moved away so they didn't have that connection, that family sense of purpose, that in those cases, a lot of them tended to decline very rapidly after that. So purpose is really key and very powerful to how we live our lives and it's very, very important to our health. Thirdly, purpose provides extreme clarity for decision-making When you have a strong sense of purpose, it's very easy to make some decisions because if it moves you forward and advances your purpose, then it's something you should consider doing. If it does not move you forward towards your purpose or send you away from your purpose, then you might not want to consider it. So that clarity, that focus can help make decisions a lot easier. We spend so much time and energy doing things that we don't really value, that don't drive our purpose. If you use the lean terminology, that is waste. It's not moving us forward. It's not adding value to our lives. We need to cut it out. And if for those of you who watch Netflix, you need to marry Kondo, your mental space as well, right? She advocates being very, very clear on what belongs in your home. And if it doesn't spark joy, then you need to remove it. It's the same way your purpose can help you define what in your life, in your mental space, in your physical space, in your work life, in your personal life, what adds value to you, what drives you towards your purpose, and everything that does not is waste and you can remove it. If it doesn't spark joy, if it doesn't push you towards your purpose, it's time to let it go. The two most important days in your life are one, the day you were born, and two, the day you discover the reason why. Purpose is powerful. And so Now you're thinking, okay, great, I get it, but how do I even find my purpose? Here's some tips for you. I wish there was a magic silver bullet that I could give you that would let you figure out your purpose in a snap, but it's not that easy. The most important part of this is some reflection. Nobody can tell you your purpose, but neither do you have to go to the silent retreat in the Himalayas for two weeks to discover your purpose. What you need to do is to reflect. So think about these kinds of questions. What innate skills do I have? What passions ignite me, sort of inflame me, set me on fire? What have my history been? What are my greatest results? Where do I shine? Where do I want to have an impact? What if you won, let's say, $10 million, right? It was a condition that you had to give half of it away and you couldn't give it away to family or friends or anything like that. It had to be to some kind of charity, either a charity that is already existing or something that you create yourself. What would you do? Where would you put that money? What cause would you support? And when you're doing this, it's important not to censor yourself. Nobody's going to be looking at this. It's really just you. So don't censor yourself and don't think about what you should write. Be honest with yourself and feel free to dream big. Don't limit your answers at this time, just write down everything that comes to mind. The next part of it is I suggest that you put it down, leave it for a while and return to it later. And don't leave this to chance. I would suggest that you, if you do it on paper, you should take a picture of it or uh, scan it or put it in somewhere where it's electronic just in case you lose it. And then also build a system where you will come back to this later. Don't leave it to chance. So block out some time in your calendar, a month, two months, three months from now, and return to it and see what still holds true for you. This should resonate with you. It should be an immediate and strong, yes, this is it. And it will refine itself over time. But the important part is to make sure you get back to it. So put it in your calendar, put a reminder, block it off. If you use a planner, washi tape it, whatever you need to do. But make sure you hold some time sacred to return to this and reflect on it some more until you feel like you have a purpose that truly resonates with you and then take it, condense it, and put it somewhere where you can retrieve it later. If you feel comfortable, put it somewhere you could see it all the time. That is one of the ways that you can sort of dig a little and attempt to find your purpose. Purpose is so powerful. It's really worth taking the time to dig into it a little bit and identify what your purpose is. This will be a true north, a guiding force in your life, and it will help clarify a lot of the decisions that you're going to make. And then what you do is remove the waste in your life. Things that don't move you forward towards your purpose, you start to cut them out. Things that do move you towards the purpose, then you implement and you put more of these things into your life. So go harness some of that power of purpose. I'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Lifestyle Engineering Podcast. If you haven't already, please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. We'll see you next time.